Hey man, it's me, Arnav, and the listening the podcast is The Wrestling Radio by Arnav Chakravarti. And I'm talking about the pay-per-view of, it was aired on TNT, and it was at AEW Blood and Gods. This pay-per-view was completely in a steel cage match. It's a, you could just say, war games related, just as uh, two rings are attached and after that two games so you could just say two rings are attached and one cage and I see this match there are so many blood came into each and every wrestler I see but I wanted to say that if I talking about the place it was same as Jacksonville Florida was city and venue is tells tells place and uh, I see the poster is that they're featuring the pinnacle in the inner circle and if I talking about uh, this is and uh, it says that AEW Blood and Ghost was a professional wrestling television special episode produced by AEW while the event took place on May 5th 2021 it space in Jacksonville Florida and was broadcast on TNT as a special episode of AEW's weekly television program Dynamite, the first hour of the show, was pre-tapped. The event was previously scheduled to be held on March 5th, 25th, 2020 at the Prudential Center in New York, New Jersey, but was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my God. It's supposed to happen on last year, in 2020, but it never happened because due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I really appreciated the thing is there are so many losses and there are continuously still loss coming out in front of you. But the main thing it was that finally it happened and this match was seriously I the bottom of my heart I say is that it seriously I was completely enjoyed this pay-per-view and uh, I watched it on TNT and uh, I'm in India, but I'm watching on TNT by I'm by this setting of method because I have I have a method to watch TNT because I have so many connections with the US friends. I watch TNT, and uh, if I'm talking about uh, the matches, every matches, every matches was completely in you know, blood and guts, everything. And if I'm talking about the first match, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Kenny Omega and Empty Nakazawa with Don Callis. This is a tag team match because I see this. I see the match that Kenny Omega has planned that Empty Nakazawa, he is the new wrestler. He made a cameraman and John Moxley came into the ring and he challenged Kenny Omega because John Moxley was completely angry about his he lost his AEW World Championship to Kenny Omega that's why he tried to beat Kenny Omega but absolutely failed but due to the team of the elite and you could just say and other teams like just say Doc Gallows Carl Anderson came and interfering the match continuously, continuously, and each and every match was continuously interfering. But the main thing it was, there was a scheduled match like that. 
and uh, empty Nakazawa. It was unexpected. He came, he ring, he was on the ring. Uh, John Moxley was talking about Kenny Omega's challenging for the match, everything, and after that, uh, Kenny Omega came and uh, and empty Nakazawa and started assaulting, started hitting John Moxley using using you could just say using the peace board and uh, which was tipped into the camera sorry he just ticked to the paper and uh, the main thing it was that and after that empty nakasawa tried to beat empty uh, nakasawa tried to beat john moxley but he failed and after that i see that john moxley and eddie kingston was pre-planned and Eddie Kingston came to give aid to save John Moxley and he successfully saved and after that I see that Eddie Kingston and John Moxley continuously assaulting empty Nakazawa and John Moxley and Eddie Kingston planned that he is trying to break empty Nakazawa lack and after the after the continuous assault was happened i see that uh, kenny omega tried to aid empty nakazawa but it's definitely failed and after that kenny omega was also assaulted and kenny omega's his plan was absolutely failed because due to the john moxie and eddie kingston's mastermind plan everything was completely successful well, the main thing it was that Kenny Omega and John Moxley said they continuous they forced to talk Don Collins that Don Collins was not interested for this tag team match and after that they are ready to break empty Nakazawa leg or you could just say Kenny Omega's leg also and after that I see that there's a main thing it was that after Don Collis was agreed for this tag team match in AEW Blood and Cuts and after that I see that Eddie Kingston and John Moxley finally defeated Kenny Omega and Empty Nakazawa. This time was on 8 to 8 minutes, 2 seconds. And if I talking about the next match, Cody Rhodes vs Kyoto Marshall with Aaron Solo anthology Ogo go and Nick Comoranto and I see that this singles match this is absolutely awesome caught Cody Rhodes and Curie Marshall they have something a match with something a singles match I'm I'm not talking about the championship match I'm talking about the singles match but this singles match was absolutely curious about this because you see that this the Cody Rhodes was completely serious about his career, his matches, his ambitions that he want to get higher. Because he was also a former WWE wrestler. He was also a United States champion, Intercontinental champion. And he was also a former World Heavyweight champion. But he never succeeded in his life because I know that he and Goldust came in WWE. But he was not happy. But due to the cold rust living in WWE, he was also here. And 
this is the main thing it was that everything should be compromised but this type of disappointment is never gonna be compromises at all the WWE and I was completely expecting that these things will be happen but it's definitely not it's trying to cut out the you just say the budget basis everything it doesn't matter like that because I don't need to understand the internal matter of the WWE and AEW what's wrong with they're trying to make a partnership they're trying to make a business related because everything runs on a business because WWE I respect to WWE and respect to AEW both both the wrestling company because WWE was still a WWE because they have powerful chairmen, they have powerful athletes and I know that some athletes are coming are came into the WWE to become a WWE wrestler but the thing is WWE should give a chance to the big opportunity I'm not talking about that WWE never given never gave this opportunity but WWE gives opportunity so many times but I think that WWE failed to make some wrestler into a big mega star but the main this is the main problem it was that something never happened but I think it was happened on the independent circuit and I see this wrestler such as I'm if I talking about the big cast in WWE big cast is a serious wrestler with aggressiveness with a tall height I was comparing the old WWE wrestler he's no more I'm talking about Andre Martin test big cast was same as Andre Martin test his long hair he can still fight I can just say the main issues was that the weight the weight was a big issue I think some excessive height but the main thing is same finishing moves like just like big boat and everything else and I was comparing that is big cast an X-Gen test is big cast an X-Gen Andrew Martin you can just say Andrew test Martin or I don't know why I can just say that big cast was a serious lesser and now he is on impact wrestling and big cast didn't want to make his career into a joke lighting that's why he ended his friendship with Enzo Amore and trying to make things everything but WWE finally says that this wrestler is not gonna be the megastar I don't know anymore not but I think big cast was fired or big cast was released by WWE even so many wrestlers are released and after that it was getting so much popular in the independent circuit and in some most popular pay-per-views like All Elite Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor Wrestling, you could just say um, MLW Wrestling, that's the main thing it was that if you have a, if you have a serious mind that you should give opportunity, you should give a chance if I talking about the Tony Khan's business I was completely agree with the Tony Khan's business he he brought Sting he brought Paul White aka Big Show and he brought Christian Cage and after I see that 
that can I see the chemistry between this athleticism I see the chemistry between this backstage and I see the chemistry between everything was completely powerful each and every wrestling says that and everybody you say you shouldn't say about that you shouldn't supposed to you shouldn't supposed to say that WWE is fake this is not done everything because some injuries are completely real that's the that's the agreed word like that say I say that Cody Rhodes came into AW I say that uh, there are some wrestlers just say the main thing it was that and if I talking about some injuries like I see that Sean Spear came into his into chair and hit Cody Rhodes into his head and hit it directly to his head and the players start come I can just say about that this was completely this was completely in a brutalized match but I can just say this plot is I think is supposed to be real to just say if I'm talking things that the blood and guards match was played with many people calling it a brutal match however the post match after Moth was heavily criticized as home viewers could see that Chris Jericho landed on a crash pad uh, when MJF threw him off the top of the cage making the stunt look obviously fake. The amount of commercial breaks taken during the match were also criticized of disrupting the flow of said match and leaving the viewer out of key moments of action which were inaudible and too small to see in the picture in picture. According to Pro Wrestling Insider, a member of WWE management reporter said stated the match just set the business back 30 years. However, some wrestlers reportedly loved the match, stating they would love to do something like that themselves. Although the event had been advertised as a one match show, with only the Blood and Cuts match being live before the broadcast began, Tony Khan addressed the live and offered refunds to any unhappy fans who were by chance unaware that the first half of the event had been pre-tapped. Only five refunds were issued. I think this is everything a concern. You can't just say about that. Some wrestling are not fake. Some moves are fake. You can just say Undertaker hitting a tombstone pile driver and you can just say and chance in us just say chance in us knuckle everything something is a fake and something is a pretext I was completely accurate for that but the main thing it was that it's a scripting match and it's an entertainment show this is absolutely an entertainment you can just say blood was also a fake or something match is getting real but I can just say about that there are professional athletes something is stunned you can just say moonsault or everything else the main prospect it was that something isn't should take seriously like that but everybody knows that this is fake but I can just say that 
one thing I want to say that I love this kind of pro wrestling because this is everything is an entertainment. Everything is entertainment. If I talking about the next match, this is SoCal Uncensored. It's Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. This tag team partner is old tag team partner I see in Impact Wrestling and I see Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels in the WWE but and they're not successful and I see Frankie Kazarian first match and he got a victory in the first match in Velocity WWE Velocity I'm talking about and if I'm talking about Frankie Kazarian and uh, the chemistry between Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian there are so many matches I see that with fighting against beer money I could just say James Storm and uh, Robert and Bobby Roode there are some matches I fight and these two athleticism wrestlers should supposed to come back in WWE and prove that again but I think the decision was absolutely right come into all elite wrestling and prove so many times I was completely agreed with this with this decision that Jurassic, if I talking about Jurassic Express this is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus the main interesting fact it was Luchasaurus was also a WWE wrestler but he never saw his avatar Luchasaurus name that's the main thing is and with Marco stunt and after that and I see that uh, this match was completely a four-way tag team match for AEW World Tag Team Championships so Kelon Sensor versus Jurassic Express versus the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Cliff Garrison, and the claimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. The main thing it was that So Kelon Sensor finally got a victory, because that's something an athleticism, that's something a mastermind plan, that's something everything it was supposed to be. And finally, if I'm talking about the next match, the last match, it was absolutely awesome. Sorry, I was forgot about that. The, the the singles match it was that. If I talking about the match, it was that Dr. Britt Baker, TMD, with Rebel versus Julia Hart. I see that Britt Baker was absolutely a woman. She deserves and she made her match into a main event. Related issues. And I see that Britt Baker was also faced uh, Nia Jax as a local competitor. But the main it was that it was unsuccessfully disqualified. The main thing it was that she is not winning match in WWE. After that she was released. But I see that changes. There are so many changes of Britt Baker's wrestling athleticism everything in WWE she faced so many hardcore matches in AEW and if I talking about the most thing it was that Dr. Pete Baker she was a future wrestler she should supposed to face Nia Jax as a good avatar as uh, you just say uh, to she was supposed to face WWE like Chelsea Green on NXT and you could just say Mercedes Martinez and you could just say in a Charlotte Flair and 
Nia Jax and Asuka, Tamina, there's something Britt Baker should supposed to fight. And Britt Baker should supposed to face WWE wrestlers such as Sasha Banks and Bailey. The most important thing it was that if I talking about the Britt Baker's condition on AEW, everything was completely in a good and mind fresh way. That's why Britt Baker AEW was pushing Britt Baker into a megastar and I was completely agreed with that. And that's why I don't have any problem with this Britt Baker's wrestling matches. Everything was completely fine and I was completely agree. And the last thing it was that the pinnacle was as the inner circle. The pinnacle cash wheeler dash tax hardwood. MJF, Sean Spears and Wardlow. Wow, it's embarrassing. With Charlie Penn Blanchard. Wow, everything. Versus the inner circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz. This match was a blood and guts match. This is Matt, this is most interesting ever in the AEW history. I see there are something so many fighting matches and uh, they came out of the ring, out of the steel cage. They're fighting continuously in these matches and tourings and I told earlier that tourings are attached. This is a war games related game. But seriously should say about that this match was the last match was absolutely interesting. This last match was absolutely interesting and each and every wrestling wrestling fans should love to see this kind of hardcore match. Everything everything knows that this match was a this was a you can just say this was everything awesome this was everything something a fake related issues or you could just say entertainment but i can just say this match was completely awesome and this match was everything perfect for this aew matches and i see that the pinnacle finally defeated the inner circle and i see this match the last thing it was that MJF continuously assaulting Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho continuously assaulting. After that, MJF came into uh, the, just saying, he was on the upper side of the steel cage. And MJF gives a threat to the inner circle that, just give up, just give up. The inner circle just give up. Otherwise, Chris Jericho should be thrown into the into the just say wooden board like stinks that. After that, they gave up. After they gave up, MJF just pushed Chris Jericho and threw into the wooden wooden board like that. And after that. 
this match was something brutal things like that and uh, this is the main thing it was that the ending of aw blood and cuts it was completely awesome nobody should regret about that i think it was that this thing should supposed to be happen and it was finally happened i was completely agree with his words i completely agree with those athleticism charisma and whatever it seems to be that now i see that kawara surrendered on charico's behalf resulting in the pinnacle winning the match and i see that uh, the thing that uh, tony shivani will interview jade cargill cody rhodes will make a, a double or nothing announcement and john moxley will defend the iwgp united states heavyweight championship against new japan pro wrestling's yuji nagata and uh, on next episode number 32 i will discuss talking about yuji nagata's njbw match against john moxley in aw's match because i know who is yuji nagata he is a former wcw wrestler he faced goldberg and i will talking about this discussed in the next episode and finally this is the ending of my next episode of my this current episode episode number 31 is everything is done and finally thing is if you are if you want to listen the 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 next episode or previous episode on my show then you should subscribe to spotify to google podcast to apple podcast to stitcher and many more and finally so available on apple music sorry amazon music so please subscribe my channel and i'm trying to bring my podcast into youtube because every podcasters every podcasters remember that every podcasters bring this pay-per-view bring this podcast shows everything into AEW sorry into YouTube that's why I'm I'm focusing about the next upcoming channel it should supposed to be coming on YouTube that's the main thing so goodbye see you on the next episode the wrestling ready by Anup Chakravarti sponsored by Anchor bye bye